Hi, and welcome to the Life in Balance podcast, where we hold space for each other in a crazy world. We share our ideas on how to find balance in one's life through yoga and all that comes with it. My name is Nicole, and I am here with my dear friend and lovely co-host, Steph. Hello, Steph. Hello, Nicole. I want to tell our listeners that you had a fly in your room. I I don't think I'm alone. I think, I think it's still here. <laughs> And I don't know if it's ever moving out now. Oh, there he is. So welcome to our first guest on the podcast, Steph's Housefly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're going to roll with it. We're just going to go with it, yeah. It's good background noise. (laughs) Totally fine. It's much more pleasant than the construction sound that, you know, we've we've heard on the show before. (laughs) Keeps us company. It does. It does. Uh, Today is going to be a fun episode. I'm just going to declare it right here, right now. (laughs) Uh, We thought it might be a great idea to talk about confidence, self-confidence, or lack thereof, (laughs) depending on the day. Yeah, yeah, maybe Steph, how about you share a little bit about where that brilliant idea came from? Well, it came from recent discussions about my work and I was sort of, I would say, confronted with the fact that I lacked confidence in work, um, putting myself forward. And then I, the more I thought about it, the more I realized, wow, okay, these are things that I didn't necessarily even recognize in myself. And started to question, okay, are there other places in my life where I, I outwardly lack that, that confidence? Of comes to, can you hear it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry. It's great. <laughs> it adds a little bit of, you know, joy and, and pep to our self-confidence conversation, which is not always an easy thing to do. And I feel like we're going to lose Nicole to the giggles. In a second <laughs> I'm good. I'm still, yeah, okay. I can mute myself if it gets out of control. <laughs> And I, yeah, so I started to question, you know, where are, are there other parts of my life where I feel like I have the confidence to do certain things or show up in a certain way. And perhaps I wasn't being self-aware enough to realize that that wasn't necessarily the case. So that's how this kind of conversation came up or this, I, this topic came up for you and I discussed today. But I think with that, Another sort of reason for wanting to have this discussion is, or essentially two things. One is, I frankly feel a little bit frustrated and irritated when we're constantly inundated with messaging from, say, social media platforms to be confident, show up better, be yourself. And it's like, well, okay, that's easy said than done on like a Pinterest board, but like, how do I do that? Like where, you know, (laughs) it's not that it's, so I shouldn't say it's unhelpful entirely. I just feel frustrated because I don't know what to necessarily do with that going forward. Or a lot of people don't know what to do with that going forward. And my other frustration about self-confidence at the moment is how I, I'm sure that maybe you agree with me and I hope that our listeners do too. We can all wallow in this together in which there are constantly, it's a constant flux feeling confident or unconfident. And I find that hard to navigate. And I'm sure that a lot of listeners would feel the same way in which 
you can start the day feeling like I'm on top of the world. I feel great. I'm going to get this done and this done. And I feel good in my skin. And then by the end of the day, you know, I said to you earlier, you know, you've got your head in an ice cream bowl and you're just like, I can't, I can't possibly go on. And I don't know what happens between those two extremes of the, you know, extreme opposite ends of the spectrum. But I feel like it happens more often than not where the shift is almost, it's, it's, it's invisible. And yet, yeah, it's, it's, so if, if being invisible, it's sort of different to, it's difficult to figure out how to, you know, quote unquote, fix it. Yeah, for me, it comes up like the waves of like being confident and then not being confident. I notice it more in like different days where I'll have, I'll do one thing one day and it's like, great. I'm like so jazzed up about it. I'm really excited. I'm like, I got this. Like I have that, I have that Pinterest page vibe where I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm conquering the world. And then I might be, you know, a couple of weeks later or even a couple of days later and I'm returning to the same thing or doing a similar thing and I can't, I don't have that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like, you know, worrying. Oh my God, it's not going to work out. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, who am I to do this? Like all of the, all of the like self-doubt and uncertainty things that come into play. And I like how you ta- talked about or mentioned, you know, like, how do we fix that? Like, how do we solve mm. that? Because that's where that's also where my mind goes. I'm like, hmm, what was different between like Monday last week and Thursday this week? <laughs> yeah. And then I like reverse engineer my entire, you know, daily life to be like, what was I eating on the Monday that made me feel so good? Where was I on my menstrual cycle? Like, <laughs> I try and diagnose <laughs> my, my uh, lack of self-confidence. And... I mean, it never really works. It doesn't really give me a clear like, oh yeah, like that's what happened. And so I think what I'm what I'm getting at is that it's not so much about making the confidence come or lack of self-confidence go away. It's I guess it's more about like leaning into your energy, which I think really ties into the conversation we had at the beginning of the season around living with the seasons. But, you know, it's, it's more about thinking, thinking about or feeling into like, cool, can I like ride the high when it's here? And can I be okay with the low when it's here? And again, easier said than done for sure. But yeah, like you said, confidence definitely feels like it's fleeting sometimes. And there's also, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but, um, you know, there's, there's again, in the world of, like, Pinterest memes and Instagram quotes, you know, there's there's one floating around that, like, Beyonce has said she suffers from imposter syndrome. And, I mean, cool, great. Like, you know, and I think that's meant, for, that's meant to point us to, like, even the really successful people have, like, low self-esteem or low self-confidence or worry that they can't do it or worry that they aren't good enough, you know? And that's supposed to be like, oh, cool. Like they're human too. Just like when you're flipping through, I don't know if you remember. Um, I mean, it's, it's easy for me to remember them, but the, you know, like us magazine or like celebrity and it's like, who wore it best? And I think of this with like self-confidence, like who has the most self-confidence and they like compare to. Yeah. Um, so, 
so yeah, what what I I guess what I'm getting at is like it would be great to know how to build self-confidence. And I think there's a lot of tools in our like yoga toolkit that can help mm. with that for sure and has helped me personally and I know you as well. And and then there's also like how do we let how do we not make it mean too much about ourselves if we're feeling a lack of self-confidence. Yeah, to sort of come from a place of detachment. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. And it's something that comes up for me when I think about when, I, when I'm experiencing those moments of, of certainly low self-confidence. I think back to the TED Talk and the work of Caroline McHugh, who we referenced in, I think, season two. Um, and with her TED Talk, The Art of Being Yourself, and she, again, I'm paraphrasing, but she says, why you know she asked the question why do we why do we ask ourselves the difficult questions and try and find answers when we're feeling as if we're in a place of difficulty or stress or again low self-confidence and again that could be because on monday you had a bit of a stomach ache and you're feeling a little bit bloated and crappy about yourself and you think okay so I'm not going to ask myself what do I want to do with my life on days when I'm feeling a little bit like "Mm, low energy a bit crappy but yet we I always seem to find myself looking for those answers on those particular days and so now I feel like I'm aware enough to say okay today I'm just having a bit of a low confident day and tomorrow, maybe the same. And I think, to your point, there has to be a sort of level of detachment from that and also a level of compassion to say, okay, compassion towards ourselves to say, this is how I'm feeling right now. It is unlikely that you will feel like that forever. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's not to sit here and say that everybody has this sort of ebb and flow of self-confidence. I think some people suffer from you know, low self-confidence a lot more than others and vice versa. And do I appreciate that Beyonce sometimes has low self-confidence? Yes. But does it make me feel better? No. And I'm sure that (laughs) most people would probably agree with us. And it's, I, I just, I just want to feel, I just want to say out loud that it's so important. I feel like it's so important to recognize that everything changes and it's not necessarily about what you do and what you don't do. And I know we are going to get to, you know, different practices and things that can sort of help build that confidence. But there's no magic response. There's no answer that you're going to find on Pinterest or Instagram or wherever else. You know, and it sounds a little bit cliche in a way to say, like, the answers come within. But don't ask yourselves and expect answers on days where you feel a little bit crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's just accepting the human condition as it is to say, we're not always at our best. We don't always have to feel fantastic or happy or thin or, you know, intelligent or whatever. You know, there are going to be those moments where maybe because someone said something to us, it made us feel a little bit shitty or, you know, we we watch something and we realize, wow, I wish I could do that, but I'm never going to be able to. And all of a sudden you're, you know, self-confidence plummet. It's not, it doesn't live in a vacuum. It's going to be affected by everything that we, you know, that we see or that we experience in the world. And I think recognizing that 
and being able to live in that in that present moment, which we obviously talk about a lot when it comes to kind of yogic principles, really does help. And it's a bit uncomfortable, I think, in in the very in the in the in the in the moment and quote unquote in the present, because no one wants to feel that way. I mean, if there was a magic wand that we could just float around, then that would that would be fantastic. But I think again, the accepting and that that sort of detachment that we were speaking about a few minutes ago really does help us move back into a place of self-confidence quicker than if we continued in our pity party for a really long time, willingly. I totally agree. One of the things you said that I I wrote down and then underlined I'll to make sure that. that I came back to it was... I tried to kill him. <gasps> I shouldn't say oh. that. <laughs> I didn't get it. It's okay. I didn't get it. It was a reaction I had. <laughs> Uh, totally human reaction at that. It so, was a totally human yeah. reaction. The fly is fine, everybody. <laughs> but you said, um, you know, what are the things we can do to build that confidence? And actually, I love that word build. And I'm picturing like, you know, a little Jenga tower that like you put one block on and another block on and then a little block gets pulled out and then the thing wobbles for a sec, but then you can add another one on top. Now, of course, the Jenga analogy is flawed because eventually it will all come crumbling down. <laughs> and I certainly hope that that's not the case when it comes to confidence. But what <laughs> I like about the idea of building self-confidence and something that's really helped me, which I think will naturally tie into, you know, getting into these, these yogic principles or, or practices that can support us here, is this idea that actually the com- you build the confidence by doing the thing even when you don't really have the confidence. Mm-hmm. So rather than waiting for that perfect moment of like, great, I am fully confident, ready to go, look at me, soar, to take inspiration from our friend, Mr. Fly. Um, Let's actually see how can we keep moving forward or how can we keep trying or how can we keep practicing? And in that process, in that journey, that's where we're building the confidence. And to me, I think I think about it in the way that like when you're on your yoga mat and I'm picturing myself when I was a newly enthusiastic, you know, yoga student and, you know, wanting to be on my mat all the time and and showing up for all these different classes and trying out different teachers and and different styles of yoga and you know excited by that journey but yeah there's there in in those stages of building my confidence on my mat and then again becoming a teacher and building my confidence as a yoga teacher and then you know starting my own business and building my confidence as uh you know an entrepreneur all of those things actually required that I was the building the confidence was happening in real time. Like you said, it was happening in the present moment. It wasn't happening because I was, you know, comparing myself to other people or past experiences. And it wasn't happening because I was like planning for either best case scenario, worst case scenario. It was just happening because I was there. Confidence was like, you know, every time I could refine my posture just a little bit or any time I could have a a deeper level of awareness in my practice or every moment that I was that I actually like embodied or really understood a cue rather than just like repeating it because the teacher you know 
said it and I was just on autopilot. All of those really small moments but from being present made it easier again to you know, we can use that word or made it feel more natural. And I think actually that's a lot to do with confidence is like how natural we feel doing something, Absolutely. how easily something comes to us. Like something that comes really, really easily generally will feel pretty, pretty confident in our ability mm-hmm. to do that. You know, that Absolutely. might waver a little bit if we, if we're worried about what other people will think about how we're doing the thing. But generally, like, yeah, things that come naturally, we're pretty confident in. Um, but things that don't come naturally, if we're if we're invested in practicing them or improving our skills in them or growing in that way, it requires that we be okay with not being there yet and actually being here now in the practice, in the trying, in the little failures in the mess of doing. Absolutely. I also, you know, what what you just said brought up for me was not only, you know, the confidence that comes in practicing things that come naturally to us, but to take that one step further in passing time and energy in passing time with people and, you know, exchanging your energy with people who make you feel confident, Mm. who make you feel good about yourself and make you, you know, I would would say, again, using that that term naturally, that you feel naturally comfortable with. And the more that we can surround ourselves with the right people and to reference, you know, our recent episode and, you know, kind of moving away from things and people that no longer serve us, the greater confidence we're going to be able to build because we're going to have people in our corner saying, you can do this. And again, we don't, we don't live in a vacuum. We don't live by ourselves. I think if anything, this global pandemic that we've been facing has shown us that we're humans who need interaction and, and other people's opinions and other people's experiences and other people's touch and other people's, you know, love, we, 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 we can't do this all on our own. So just as much as someone's, you know, negative feedback or negative comment can really hurt our self-confidence, someone's, someone's positive and, and, um, kind of not, not even just positive. And I don't mean that in a sort of empty way. I mean, just someone's, um, kind of love for us, whether it be, you know, platonic or otherwise love for us as humans and who we are, really brings us up in the world and you know you can you can speak to that in a, in a yoga context even if it's a little bit more removed than talking about the people in our lives who we love and who are part of our families and group of friends like finding a yoga class or finding a yoga practice where you feel like I jive with these people that teacher makes me feel like I can do anything or that teacher makes me feel safe um, or this group of people that I practice with, you know, make me feel like we're, you know, doing something together. And that makes me feel confident and good in my yoga abilities. I think that makes a world of difference versus coming at it from a place of sort of competitiveness or, you know, a little bit. I'm making a lot of hand gestures, which I know you really can't see, but it's sort of that that sort of fighty kind of um, frustration that comes when we feel like we're not necessarily doing something that comes naturally to us and we're not necessarily surrounding ourselves with people that really suit us well. Can I share a 
exact example of that Absolutely. that I experienced Absolutely. also in, in a yoga class. So a couple of years ago, uh, there's many different styles of yoga, many different lineages, I guess you could say. And one in particular, Bikram yoga, which mm, I'll save my judgment. I'll try to save my judgment. <laughs> I can't make any promises, but I had some pretty strong feelings about it having not actually practiced it at all, but just sort of seeing the the philosophy and the underpinnings of that particular style of yoga. And again, if you like Bikram, all the power to you. But for me, I was always like, oh, I don't know about that. But I was wanting to keep an open mind. And I had been a yoga teacher for a couple of years. And so, you know, I had I had my style and I had the the teachers that I felt really supported by and and the students who I, you know, enjoyed spending time with and all of that. But I I thought, you know, maybe I should actually try a Bikram class and and before I really, really judge it. And so I did. And again, at the time was a yoga teacher. So like fairly confident in my practice, fairly, you know, reasonably attuned to my limits, I guess you could say, but also just in general, you know, attuned to my body, attuned to my abilities, attuned to my breath, all of the things that we hope to experience in our yoga practice. And this Bikram class, this teacher, I mean, never have I ever felt so incapable of doing yoga than in that 90-minute hot room. And I had done hot yoga before, so it wasn't not even, I've even taught in a hot yoga studio. Um, so it wasn't a case of like, oh, it was just hot and I, it was uncomfortable. This teacher and the way that they cued, and by cued, I really mean personally attacked you for not being able to do something or not doing something the way that they said you should be doing it. I mean, I left the class feeling like, oh my God, I don't know anything. I'm a horrible yoga teacher. I for sure hate this practice, <laughs> this being Bikram and spe- specifically. But I, I don't think I, I really realized, I had never experienced that extreme of like really feeling totally unsupported and feeling super, a strong like lack of confidence in my ability. And, you know, thankfully through that situation, it, it made me have a lot of, a lot more, I think, compassion and and mindfulness around how I also teach new students. So, you know, in in the 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 ways that I teach yoga, you know, because I can only imagine, you know, I was thinking, okay, I'm in this Bikram class. I'm a yoga teacher. I, I know what I'm talking about for the most part. I know what I'm doing in my body, and I felt horrible. Like, imagine someone who didn't really know much about the practice, or maybe it was their first class, or any of those things like would feel. And so talking about surrounding yourself with people who (laughs) encourage you, people who support you and how much that can help, especially when you're in the process of building confidence, especially when you're in that messy middle of like figuring things out or improving a skill or, you know, refining and practicing and trying on different things. Like you really need to be in a space where you feel um, that you that it's safe to experiment or it's safe to try new things and that safety is felt from within but it's also supported by the the people and the environment that you're in as well I think 
absolutely. And I and that and that story could be an analogy for so many things out, you know, off of the mat and outside of the yoga studio in how, you know, there's so many people that maybe feel like they have power over us, which sounds to me like this, you know, this teacher was sort of abusing that. And all of those things have a huge amount of um, a huge impact on our on our confidence. And, you know, we're not going to get too far down this down this hole because we could be here a long time. But even if we just think about the relationship that we have with our families and how we have with our parents, I mean, how our parents, you know, either brought us up or pushed us down has a huge impact on how we show up in the world as adults, like probably number one. And so, yes, and when you're a child, you don't have the ability to really to be able to choose. But I think, you know, as an adult and as someone who is working on self-awareness and working through, you know, uh, living in the present and all the things that we talk about, living a balanced life through yoga and, or meditation or whatever, however you approach it, you know, the better we are going to be set up as adults to be able to say, no, that doesn't serve me anymore. Or no, I'm not going to listen to that criticism. Or no, I feel good wearing this sweater. You know, anything. I feel good wearing this sweater. Or, I feel good teaching, you know, teaching yoga in that particular way. And again, this, I'm not, I certainly don't want to sit here and say that's a simple thing to do because we have lots of really complicated relationships with others and relationships with ourselves. But you know, I just, I feel, I feel so strongly about how uh, confidence has to be, again, it has to be something that we deal with in the present. And the more I think we can do that and the more we can, the more we can either accept how we're feeling, either good or bad or mediocre, you know, all the different ways that we can describe it in the present moment, I think the, the, the more detached that we'll, we'll start to feel from that confidence. Like we don't have to feel super confident at all times because again, that's not human and that's not, that's not how we operate. And I, I really do believe that the sort of the practice of the practice of yoga and the practice of that, well, all the things that we, that we speak about in our podcast really sort of help to, again, to use the word that you liked so much to build that confidence, you know, tiny brick by brick and one may fall and then we put it back on and hopefully the rest of it you know doesn't fall but again it's not <laughs> I, I, I regardless of whether you know regardless if you know the game of Jenga and then everything topples at the end I, I really do still like the analogy the building block analogy is is fantastic because it's true it's not going to happen overnight and there's always going to be setbacks and you know it, it's it's not necessarily even related to age and time. I think it's something that we, again, have to practice in the present as much as possible. I like that, that it's not related to age or time. I think probably, I mean, I think we could probably agree that the older you get, maybe the less you, you know, quote unquote, care. Mm -hmm. um, but with that said, I know lots of people who, 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 suffer from, you know, fluctuations in confidence, you know, even at, at more advanced ages. So I, I certainly, I certainly don't think that's something that you just kind of I'm air quoting, get over or move on from. I think it's something that can last a lifetime. And obviously like, like everything related to, you know, you know, positivity and good health, the better we can get a handle on how to deal with our fluctuations in confidence 
the happier we'll be. Yeah. And I think what, you know, when, when you said age and time, what, what I was thinking was, was more like, don't wait until you're a certain age or mm. don't wait until you feel confident, you know, don't yeah. be like, Oh, I can do that as soon as I feel like I, hate I, I have enough. As soon or, as. <laughs> Sorry. I know hate's a strong word, but I really, I, re- I strongly dislike the term as soon as it should marry should and just go away. <laughs> the two of them should just like go live off in their own little world. Do you know what I think of when I hear as soon as? Tell me. I think of the episode, uh, the Sex and the City episode. I knew Where Carrie Bradshaw is having lunch with Alexander Petrovsky's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she's so French. and it's so French. And they're like <laughs> smoking cigarettes and drinking red wine in the middle of the day. Which is what we <laughs> all do, by the way. I mean, all day long. That's all we do. Inside, in restaurants, yes. Yeah, but she, you know, I guess Carrie was sort of saying, oh, well, you know, as soon as his art exhibit's over, we're going to spend time, and the the ex-wife, the wise ex-wife who has, you know, been with with him before, says, oh, as soon as, as soon as. Yes, if I use this one more time. Every time. It's it's so, (laughs) and it's something, I mean, gosh, we could have a whole other episode talking about just Sex and the City quotes and how much they relate to our lives, but (laughs) I mean... She's right. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it blows up because how frustrating it is to live your life with someone saying to you, oh, as soon as this happens, we'll get in. Mm. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that those words can never be uttered and that sometimes that, that makes logical sense. Um, you know, but as soon as I, as soon as I uh, brush my teeth, I can go to bed. You know, again, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be. But in that in that particular context, and I think what happens with a lot of people, to your point, as soon as I lose five pounds, I'll feel more confident. As soon as I, you know, get that promotion, I'll feel better about myself professionally. And I mean, you could as it's a bit like shooting. You could shoot all over yourself for the rest of your life, or you could as soon as, you know, over yourself for the rest of your life. And again, these all these things are all. We're not sitting here saying, like, we've mastered this and we know exactly what you need to do. Give us a call. But I think it's so important to talk about. Yeah. I think so much. I get really passionate about this subject, actually. So much in our life is related to confidence, lack thereof, or, you know, lots of it. So, so, so much. And don't you just wish you, I don't know if you have people in your life where you could just inject a little bit of self-confidence in them move into like I guess I've been thinking about vaccines but like just a little bit of like you you know because I believe in you and I think you're wonderful and I think you could do such great things and I mean I'm preaching to the choir saying this to you um being that being your line of work but do you, do you feel that frustration sometimes when you're speaking to someone and you say like I just wish I could you could see how I see you mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and I think that's where it's it is really important like if you see that in someone else like can yeah they might just need like some words of encouragement they might just need that little nudge to say like yeah do it but to your point it, it has to be um coming from within so uh, at that at that point in time that person also has to be willing to then be the one to to take the action or or make the change or whatever the case may be but it's mm-hmm. totally helpful to have someone in your corner and and or even you know a group of people that you're all you know encouraging each other. Um, uh, yeah, it's so, it's so important. I also think too, if, you know, before we, before we sign off, I think one of the things about 
what we're just mentioning with people, you know, people being able to show us how they see us versus how we see ourselves, which is obviously very a very different, you know, lens in that sometimes I think when we give somebody a compliment or we give them positive feedback or we say something that we know might not affect how they're feeling that particular moment, I really do believe that all of us have this little bank of, you know, phrases, words, thoughts or comments from other people that we kind of pick from when we're feeling a little bit low or, you know, a bit crappy. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes it's like when you say something to somebody and they aren't, they're not in, they're not in the right mindset or not in the right headspace, so they're not going to hear it. But I do think it seeps in and I do think that the more we can still tell people how we, you know, give them that positive reinforcement to help with their self-confidence, especially if, certainly if it's an authentic, you know, authentic comment, the, I think that there's a sort of bank that sits in there to say, you know, when I, when I need it, I'm going to remember when Nicole told me this, or I'm going to remember, you know, it's like you bringing up the, the example of Sex and the City, the episode that you probably first watched like 15 years ago, like that stuck with you. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. those sort of, those sort of little reminders, they do help, even if it doesn't necessarily feel like they help in the, in the present moment. So even if it's us saying it to ourselves or if it's someone else saying it to us, keeping a little bank of that somewhere in ourselves or written down or whatever, we'll find it when we need it. I really do think so. And maybe tying it all back into where this conversation started, maybe there is something to the Pinterest inspiration quote board, you know, right. and having having them there not as a like taunting you into like, doing something you don't want to do or making you feel bad about yourself if you're not already there. But yeah, having, having them in your back pocket, coming across them just in the right time or the right day where it's like, yeah, I needed that little burst of reminder, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of low pressure. Um, And I think that's actually where it's going to, where it's going to land is when it's, there's already like a hint inside of you that you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I I know I want to do this. I'm ready. I need just that little sign or just that word of encouragement or just that reminder that I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it definitely has to start with that, that place of like, okay, cool. Ah, I got it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And yeah. And to your point, like being aware that on days where I'm feeling, feeling a bit low going, you know, using those examples of Pinterest are probably not going to serve me. But exactly. on days where I feel like I'm maybe teetering towards the like confident place, it's like, oh yeah, right. I should feel mm-hmm. that way. I should go do it. I should, you know, I just should everywhere, which is what I, the opposite of what I just said. But so no, 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 I, I get I gotta, it. Though. I got to go for it. And that actually, yeah. again, like just before we wrap, you know, I think too speaks to when we when we hear people say, you know, going down the social media spiral or or doom scrolling. It's like those those kinds of things really feed off of us when we're in a lower state, when we're in a, a place that's already a little bit, you know, feeling low self-esteem or feeling insecure. And it just like perpetuates that. Whereas when you're in a space of like, cool, I'm ready to go. I just need a little pep in my step or I'm looking for inspiration. Um, then it, yeah, you receive it in a totally different way. Absolutely. Well, I'm feeling confident in this conversation. How about you? feeling great. Corniest great. thing I've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fly is now gone. Now that we're wrapping up, the fly has left the building. I'll have to go find him. <laughs> I'm sure he'll, he'll make an appearance uh, again one of these days now that windows are open and, and all that 
Absolutely. Lovely spring and summer air gets to float through. Absolutely. Well, listen, Nicole, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much. Hope to talk to you soon. Until next time. Bye.